0: So what, we watch anime, so what, we play leak? we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, so what, we stay in, it don't bother me,
1: living young, pale and nerdy.
0: Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast episode 150 for May 27th, 2018. My name is Nathan Reton-Spruth and joining me this week we have Andrew Roa McFain. Hello, (laughs) Reed. And Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Bash.
1: Oh, Oh, I'm here too. Oh my god.
0: Hi. Hi. Anyway, let's get into what games we've been playing. Aurora, what games have you played this week?
2: Uh, I've played more Stardew Valley multiplayer.
0: How's that? Is it getting better?
2: Uh, I don't think it's updated oh since since it came out but it is fun and i discovered the stardew valley modding scene and there's some really awesome shit in there there's a modding scene yeah wow there's and... a there's a stardew modding api uh like how skyrim has the skyrim script extender right right and yeah it adds a lot of really awesome shit like uh you can you can add a mod that adds internet to the game so that you can do online shopping. oh wow. so, so that you can you can buy stuff from people without having to actually go to their store and stuff like that. Uh, like just a lot of of really nice quality of life things. and I haven't used m- much of that because a lot of it has to be running on the person who's hosting the multiplayer game.
0: Yeah. What is the um What is the Amazon one that will deliver like food? There's one that will deliver groceries to your house, right? Does Amazon do that or is that like You're
1: talking your about in real, yeah, in, in real life?
0: Yeah, uh, in real life.
1: That's Amazon I, I,
2: Fresh. Yeah, Amazon oh.
1: had something like that. Yeah. So, what I they think you got to do... be in like Chicago or uh, a major city you or something. You do have to be right. in a very specific
2: area. But so, they do right. it
0: what they should do is like Instacart or Amazon should should team up with Stardew Valley and have that incorporated in the game.
2: You're right.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a good economic model.
0: Well, I mean, it would be <coughs> there's a lot of people who own Stardew Valley, so if the guy actually looked for like a sponsorship deal, I'm sure he could get one.
2: Oh, undoubtedly. Yeah. Undoubtedly.
0: So like at least one of them, like Instacart, which is obviously going to be uh less popular than like Amazon fresh could probably benefit from that type of um, campaign like yeah you know, especially I mean,
2: since they probably need to kick up their marketing since they pissed everybody off with their recent payment model changes
0: yeah yeah what what did they piss them off with
2: they they so up until a few weeks ago there was a service fee that you could choose to waive. Because oh. the thing is, the service fee doesn't go to the person delivering your groceries. It goes straight to the company. Oh. Now, in, in larger areas where there are Instacart like actual facilities, um, they have uh, they do it a little differently in those places. See, where I live, there is one person who goes to the store, buys your shit, then brings it to your house. In bigger areas, they have people who just stay at the stores, and they are dedicated shoppers. And all they do is shop and then give the, the Instacart s- stuff to the driver and then the driver delivers your stuff. And the point of the service fee is supposed to be that the service fee pays for the shopper. And then if you want to tip the driver, you can do that, too, separately. Oh, now, okay. And, and, well, and so we would always waive the service fee because we're not, it's not going to anybody but the company at that point.
0: Right, right. Because uh, there's no shopper. Because that person is the shopper.
2: Yeah, and we were already giving them a tip separately. So, right. But now you can't waive the service fee anymore. It's just set at uh, I think either five. I think it's five percent of your total bill. Um, right. It it just goes to the service fee, and you can't waive it anymore. So and do you they still uh,
0: use Instacart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you're you're like I hate it. I'm gonna use it still because I'm lazy.
2: Yeah, that's really what it comes down to.
0: And uh, so, other than Stardew Valley, oh, we got a little off topic. Other than <laughs> Stardew Valley, what other games have you been playing?
2: Um, I started trying to play Fury again on Furyer difficulty. And and it's like a whole new game. Oh, well, that's good. I always like good. to hear that. It's also ridiculously hard. I bet.
0: Uh, I bet it is hard.
2: But yeah, I tweeted about it, and the developer replied to me and was like, yeah, we spent a lot of time and effort trying to do harder difficulty right by making it feel like you're basically starting the whole game over again like from from the first time you're playing. And yeah, like, I got an S rank on Fury difficulty, which is normal, and I still haven't beaten the first boss on furrier wow like, you suck <laughs> it, it, it's like a totally different experience like there are new phases there the the attacks that the characters use are completely different from in normal difficulty like it's awesome
0: That's but cool. it's also
2: really really hard <laughs>
0: i bet i bet it is really difficult so uh so you played stardew valley and fury have you played anything else
2: Uh, I've been trying to play Conan Exiles, but nobody will play it with me.
0: I have Conan Exiles. Why haven't you asked me to play it with you?
2: I didn't know you had it. I I I... have a server.
0: Oh, yeah, I have it. Yeah, I'll play it.
1: Yeah, Nathan, why aren't you playing with Aroa anytime?
0: Because he never asks me.
1: No, the correct answer is because you've been wasting your life in Persona 5 your last, I don't know, month. (laughs) Well,
0: well, we'll talk to you, Connor, about what games you have been playing.
1: Go, Go ahead and finish your thing. What games have you played, Connor? Oh, good, it's My turn. Uh, so I actually had to do a family event this weekend. Uh, so, I mean, it's... So uh, yeah. It, so it was, you played whatever.
0: with your cousins?
1: No. Uh, what ended up happening is I got a lot of time in with my Nintendo Switch. Uh, what happened is I finished a game and I started a new game. And I think you guys are going to be very disappointed at me when I tell you the new game.
0: Persona uh, first 5. Off, Wait.
1: What? So, can we just start the podcast again? I hate it when you interrupt us like that. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, no, I, uh, I, uh, South Park Stick of Troop, uh, I've been playing that for the last couple of weeks. I finished that. Don't get it on the Switch. It's not a good port. You, it's not you, done.
0: You mentioned that last week <laughs> that it was awful.
1: Right, and I, I sank money on it, and I sank money on the DLC, so of course I finished it. And yeah. the whole time it was like playing Tomb Raider again. I was like, Jesus, this could be over any time. That's because I have a sickness, and I can't just put things away if I sank money on them. But hey, you know, we all got our... I'm improving. Anyways, uh the new game that I got is Payday 2.
2: Oh god. Switch. Why? Uh, Why? I hate
1: myself, but Doesn't it, it's
2: run at like 25 frames per second or some shit. And
1: handheld, it's not the best. Uh it's I would say it's unplayable in the passenger seat of a car at night on dark missions, but other than that it's actually not bad. So um, it
0: I I watched really actually I actually watched Digital Foundry um they did a a tech review of it and it does dip to like 20 frames a second quite often
1: and the only time i've had it happen was in golden grin casino and as i recall that sort of always happened like even on my my big kahuna computer so i forgave it for that
0: you need a better computer that's what you need Uh,
1: fuck you my computer's great anyways they need
0: they need need a better engine for the game It's what they need
1: yeah, that's that's more. Hey, I would like to be able to download a patch and not have to re-download everything. But yeah. hey, you know, I don't know anything about computer science. Anyways. Yeah, it's
2: it's, <laughs> it's true. almost like the diesel engine is fucking garbage or something. It really is. It really and is not
0: very good.
1: I don't trust Mr. Listo to not make Payday 3 a steaming pile of DLC microtransaction horse cocky right now. Except that we're kind of getting weird about microtransactions at the moment. Which
0: is awesome.
1: I, I, I approve of it because fuck microtransactions. It's, it's scummy, uh, but it
2: really is. I, it's just. I, I
1: just want. I just want payday three to be good. Let me have a good payday three. Let me have it. What do have I have you, to do?
2: Have you seen um, the the game the, the 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 game that like people from Overkill are working on? That's basically payday in space. Payday no. in space.
1: No, Ooh. I know about Payday in World War Two. I don't know about Payday in space. Uh, it's uh, Starfinder, right? By the way, uh, Pathfinder... Uh, no, sorry, Payday 2 can basically play played out like a Pathfinder game. I know this because I've done it, and it's a lot of fun. Okay. I was hoping Eroo would have his answer about that. I was trying to stall for time. I didn't think he would need this much.
0: It's... He's using Bing. I'm sorry. It's... I actually. So. Uh... How do
1: you know I'm using Bing? <laughs> because, because he's he's recording this in your closet.
0: It was it was an accident when when you installed started downloading State of Decay. It Asked you if you wanted to set your homepage as Bing.
1: Uh, oh. Jesus Christ! Go back to Alta Vista like the rest of us.
2: Yeah. No, I, I'm actually I'm using it's because I'm using Microsoft Edge. Why? Ooh, hey.
1: Why? Kind of like it. Is it because we're always an edge lord?
0: <laughs> okay. So, have you played anything else, Connor? So, you got Payday Two on the crappy version, and you got um, and you played some more Stick of Truth, the crappy version.
1: Uh, the fractured butthole. I finished it. Yeah. Finished all the DLC. And uh, I'm gonna keep it installed at least till the third DLC comes out. Again, I have a DLC sickness, and if it's not better by then, I'm just gonna say, you know, don't buy it. Don't spend money on it.
0: Yeah, don't it's in fact, just don't spend money on it in in general on the switch. If you I, want I, to buy it, play it on PC or Xbox one or PS4.
1: That's probably the best advice. I'm gonna if it gets better, I'll let you guys know.
0: All right.
2: It's and...
0: called GTFO. Oh. Well, that get the frick out.
1: That's, frickin'.
0: That's... Yeah, get the frickin' out.
1: Frickin' heck. <clears throat> All right, let me, uh, <laughs> excuse me, just... GTFO is a hardcore four-player cooperative game with a focus on team play and atmosphere. It features procedurally gameplay scenarios through its expedition director, edge-of-your-seat suspense, team-based puzzle solving, and high-intensity combat. Uh, work together or die together. Oh. GTFO. I mean, I like all of those words. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll read about this when you guys are doing a boring story.
0: And when when does that um come out? Does anybody? Uh, do you, well, yeah, oh. release
1: date twenty eighteen is all it
2: says.
0: All right, so twenty nineteen. Cool.
2: Holy
1: the, shit, this looks great.
2: Yeah, the the guy uh, Simon Vickland. Uh, I. Just... Sorry, I didn't mean to. I, I'm
1: like my jaw is. It, oh my goodness! Look at that! Oh, this looks like uh, this looks it looks more like Left 4 Dead 2 in space. Yeah, kind of. All right, but let's let's continue this podcast. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll Hey, this looks like a good game. Don't play right. uh, any of the ones I talked about. Instead, talk instead play this when it comes out.
0: So I, Nathan Reed and Spruth, have been playing as as I've mentioned the last few weeks, very good games. Persona 5. Uh. I I have beaten it finally. It took me 103 hours to beat the game. So it's a when very... you look
1: back at that time and you go, oh.
0: I go, eh, no, actually, I was, I, was, I was happy with the game. I, I did not get really that bored with it. I enjoyed playing it. And the storyline was really intriguing with lots of twists and turns. So it was good. And there's a new game plus. I am not going to be starting that anytime soon, but the new game plus is supposed to be really good. Just like with persona three and four, basically it allows you to take all your, um, items and money and levels from your previous game and bring them into the new, this game. And so I, I don't know about your, uh, like party members that come, but you, your main character starts out at whatever level you ended at. So it makes the beginning of the game really easy. You also get to keep all your skills, like your knowledge, profi- proficiency, guts. Um, so, those so what are you're all saying is up.
1: that new game plus mode is a new game plus mode?
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so it, it that takes away a lot of the grind that you have in the game with leveling up different skills, uh, like knowledge. Like Instead of having to sit around and do studying, you can go do other things like I don't know, buying weapons or uh, doing drugs with your friends, whatever you do in Persona 5. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was enjoyable. And I'm, I'm actually considering starting it up again, but I'm not going to, and that's why I bought State of Decay 2, because Persona 5 is a JRPG, and while it's a very, very good game, I can understand that that might not be the best game to watch on a stream. So I decided to pick up State of Decay 2 because it's only $30, and it looks fun, and also it seems like a better game for streaming that people might be more interested in watching. Right, Connor?
1: I'm actually pretty sure you said that uh, word for word exact same thing to me when you tried to sell it to a row and I like 20 minutes ago. Did you practice that?
0: Yes. Yes, I did did that in front of a mirror.
1: (laughs) He's still wearing the suit and tie
0: yes yes so state of decay 2 uh so far it is a fun game though I haven't been able to test out the multiplayer with it so hopefully one of one or both of my friends just in that's how many friends I have uh will play it with me
2: that's that's you guys um, I just I just cleared up enough disk space to download it
0: How do you not have enough disk space?
2: I've only got like a 500. 500- what gig the heck? SSD? holy I shit have... dude it's 2018
0: yeah i just bought an m.2 dot 500 gig ssd for a hundred bucks
1: yeah I mean, uh, if you added it all up i got like just over five terabytes of space on here and i'm yeah, yeah I, I, I managed I have... to cap even that out man how do you I have a lot of
2: space how... but i only I have you... the one ssd why do you only oh have...
0: oh. oh so you just... have a, a lot of normal storage
1: yeah, just just don't load your shitty games on an SSD, yeah. you know? So
0: I have I have uh since I got that M dot two drive, I'm actually using my two other five hundred gig drives in a RAID zero as my like game my game drive. So all of my games will be downloaded on that. So
1: Ooh, look at you, Mr. I have a basic computer science degree.
0: Hey. I I do, technically. Some <laughs> somebody hire me.
1: Um We're proud of you, Nathan. Hire I this think. guy.
0: Yeah, do it. So anyway, let's move on to some stories because I haven't played a ton of games. I haven't even played Puyo Puyo Tetris because I wiped my computer and I was like, nah, I'm good. Also, because I wiped my computer, um, I may have lost all of the um, other podcasts we were doing with Clinton.
2: Uh... Which isn't
0: a problem because I have them all uploaded as wave files to Jeff. Oh. But he messaged me, yesterday which would have been two days after i built my new computer and he oh? asked me hey do you have this uh episode i i am downloading it but i'm getting some problems when i load it into audacity and i'm just like oh no oh <laughs> but uh, um. apparently he figured it out i think what was oh. happening was that um one of our our mutual friends braskin oh. his oh. his audio was coming in very very quietly So anyway, Um... anyway, shut up, Connor. I hate you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Professional podcast.
0: Yes. Now, uh, Total Biscuit died. Oh, yeah. So John Bain, uh, we talked about it. It was three weeks ago. We talked about it, that he came out and said, hey, um, chemotherapy isn't working anymore. Radiation isn't working anymore. And he can't do any experimental treatments. Because his liver was failing, and so we had given it a couple months. Um, We said it's he's probably going to be, you know, he'll probably pass away in a couple months. Uh, We were wrong. He passed away in about three weeks, and so he knew that it was really short. Um, Also, talking with a, a friend or two of mine. And it seems that it, it might not have actually been the cancer that got him. It might have been his liver failing. Probably. But, but I have no idea. So, <clears throat> you know, obviously I'm not a doc- I'm not his doctor, and I don't think it's, ca- it's come out and said how he died. But um, he was also known as the cynical Brit, and he had, what, 2.2 million subscribers on YouTube uh a lot of people including like Larry Bundy Jr. and other uh big YouTubers were like hey you know even when I was small he was super nice really helpful and he put like Larry Bundy Jr. who's not nearly as big as Total Biscuit um you know he he came out and said you know even when I was really small he gave me a shout out which really helped me out when I was first starting so uh he seemed like a nice guy he had a podcast he had you know millions of subscribers so it sucks to see somebody like that pass away at such an early age because 33 is really young especially nowadays where we're, we're living up to like i don't know 60 years old or something like that so <laughs> um what do, did you guys ever watch uh total biscuit
1: I've watched him in his StarCraft days, uh, like when he did commentary for that. I don't really know him as a, a channel, though. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm a little detached from... I mean, I, I think my my standing on it is just, fuck, cancer, it's terrible. It is. Uh, Cancer's awful. As far as the dude, he I, he made me giggle. I enjoyed listening to him. He got the hype up, definitely. At yeah. least as far as one can get hype up for uh, watching StarCraft 2, you know?
0: Right. And uh, what about you, Oro? Did you Did you watch him?
2: I've got um I've got the expensive version of his uh of the the glorious 60 fps master race shirt.
0: Oh, nice. Nice. So the you did like him. Like,
2: yeah, I liked him a lot. Yeah. Uh I noticed um around the time that he uh that he said he was going to retire, like he really wasn't uploading anything anymore for a while. Well, and it makes uh, so sense. He, I mean, yeah, I mean he he he'd been dealing with the with the cancer thing for a long time. 2014 this article says. Yeah. So I and mean, yeah, and he'd been he'd been fighting it real hard and he was still somehow managing to keep up with with making content for for a year or two and then I ba- it I can barely make
0: content up. and I'm like fully healthy and don't have a job. Yeah. So it's it's pretty yeah, amazing it, that that he was able to do that, especially for how long he did, which was four years, which I think was two years past what they expected him to live.
2: Yeah, yeah. Whenever he first contracted the the cancer and uh, it wasn't really responsive to, to treatment in the way that they thought or that they hoped that it would have been. Right. Uh, yeah, I think they only gave him a couple of years to live and he just kept going. So yeah, Hopefully, hopefully I, that had something to do with him. Being so accepting of it. Yeah. Because he, he had to accept that he was going to die like four years beforehand. So Yeah,
0: and and I I think he also just did... I know that he did chemotherapy, he did radiation, and I think he did like double doses. Like he was just going at it, trying to he, do as much as he could to get rid of it.
2: Yeah, he was on a lot of shit.
0: And, and the fact that he was able to do that And still be able to do stuff was amazing because uh, I have a friend who ended up getting cancer a few years ago. Probably six years ago now. And she went into remission, thankfully. But, you know, she would go in for a treatment of, of chemo and she'd be out for like two days. Just feeling super ill because they're basically just putting poison into your body and hoping that it kills the cancer before it kills you. Yeah. So... Uh, the fact that he was he was doing aggressive treatments and still able to do anything is amazing to me so it sucks that he is he has passed away but you know as as they say uh at least he doesn't have to feel, deal with the pain anymore cuz i'm yeah. imagining that the type of cancer he had was super painful too so
2: yeah he he, he mentioned that yeah like it's this is a, this is a really big loss and It, If anything, it kind of helps that he stopped putting out as much content later on, because this probably would have hit me a lot harder if I had been keeping up on, like, the co-optional podcast and stuff like that. Right, Uh, right. Because it would have just been like, like, he released a podcast the day he died. Did he? Oh, man. Eight hours after he released his podcast, uh, Jenna tweeted out that he was gone.
0: Uh I would be surprised if it wasn't already filmed and on oh, it, the schedule.
2: It it, ha- it it was, but it was just like Yeah. Like how jarring <laughs> to to be like listening to like like my friend was listening to the co-optional podcast when Jenna tweeted out that he he died. so So I have a similar
0: story. Um but apparently the guy's not very liked anymore, but Jew Wario. Yeah. Uh I was. I think watching, we already
1: talked about this.
0: Right, right, right. But I was watching, um, him and Nash did he he was his, Jew Warrior was the guest on Radio Dead Air for their um like news story weekly roundup thing. And I was like, oh man, that was funny. Jew Warrior is a funny guy. And then I switched to like Retroware TV, and it's like Jew Warrior killed himself. And I'm like, no. So it was like immediately after. I saw that video that he had just shot himself in the head. So, uh, I, I, I get what you're saying, which it would be really unnerving to kind of see that and then immediately find out that that person had killed themselves or died of cancer. So, anyway, uh, sad to lose a, loo- lose a fellow uh, YouTuber, but, you know, hopefully...
2: Especially when so influential
0: yeah like a lot of people uh really really are saying very good things about him but hopefully we don't have a jew situation where like five years down the line we find out that he was a terrible person i really he, hope he was
2: a he was a lot more public than jew wario though with a lot of the stuff that he did so i'm hoping yeah that yeah and like his wife was heavily involved in everything he, he he was hoping he said whenever he released the retirement statement that Jenna would carry on without him. You know what so really we'll what
0: really pisses me off about the whole Jew Warrior situation. But Bef- before we move on, is that apparently from what I understand, his wife knew about a lot of the stuff and still allowed people to give her donations. For like juario's funeral and stuff. Yeah. Which I don't know, kind of pisses me off.
1: I, but, mean, I mean, if yeah. you got to pay for a funeral all of a sudden,
2: there's yeah. there's also there's also a lot of like nuance in that because you don't know whether or not she was, you know, afflicted with Stockholm Stockholm syndrome or some shit where it's yeah that happens a lot where where the husband does some fucked up shit and the wife is like, well, he's my husband. I have to love and respect him.
0: Yeah. and Yeah, it
2: says so in the Bible.
0: Yeah, I was was talking to a girl once that um, she was very religious. And so she... And then she was like, I'm
1: going to break up with you. And Nathan's like, I am going to do bad things. And she's like, oh, Stockholm syndrome. I'll stay with you.
0: No, no. She got married to someone else. Thank you very oh. much. Not me. Well, I thought
1: you were doing a nice segue. I no. Go on.
0: And and uh, she kind of did that with which she he was an awful person to her, and she was just like, well, I've got to stay with him because my religion tells me I can't divorce someone. And so she just stayed with this terrible person for like two years before finally ending up getting the courage to leave. So,
1: have uh, you ever had to console someone with Stockholm syndrome? Yes. I feel like I feel like I've always done the right thing, or at least what I think the right thing is, which is to just bluntly tell them that they're being an idiot.
0: I do that um, too, and you know, they get maybe really not bad. with that
1: maybe with a little bit of finesse, but like actually actually uh, for yeah, for, I a, for example some, some lady yeah. literally destroyed my coat uh it was a nice coat that I used to have uh I could never get the, the makeup from her face off of it because uh, she basically cried on me the entire l ride back to her home. What a uh, and you're what, such a nice what,
0: guy <laughs> you're so dependable
1: i i think i have integrity sir uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. but
1: it, and it, it was about some breakup and it was, it's like I, the more i learned and the more that i would later learn i still think it was like yeah that guy was uh what, what's this, he was gaslighting you you probably shouldn't stick around with that
0: yeah what is uh, what is gaslighting
1: gaslighting is like trying to make people think that they're crazy oh uh, so it's like if someone's like hey could you do x for me i need you to do it and you're like of course i'll do it you don't do it that's if you make that a habit or a routine usually in a way to make somebody doubt their own like not self-worth but just uh, how sane they are i guess that's gaslighting that's what was going on in this place and that's when i was like you're being go no don't go back don't talk to him just say it. i mean you should at least be like hey let's not talk anymore but if he gets aggressive, maybe just do it over text or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't it's, know. It was, it was a
1: shitty situation, and I'm just like, you should not be in the situation. But, hey, that makes me an asshole, right?
0: That's a perfect segue. God, why our, are we bummers on this that, podcast? That's a perfect segue to our next story, porn. It is. Uh, it is. <laughs> uh, so, at, we're, we're, we are talking about Aroa's favorite company, Pornhub. Uh, so, that's my favorite company. Yeah, it really is. So, And this isn't about porn. Pornhub has launched their own free ad-supported VPN with unlimited bandwidth. I think is... they're calling
1: it PPN.
0: Anyway, um, actually, it's it's called VPN Hub.
1: Yes, I know. I was going for a cheap joke, and I assume you already edited it in the laugh track.
0: <laughs> um, there it is. So, Aroa, you probably know a lot about this. Can you tell us about the new free VPN from Pornhub?
2: Well, Pornhub's launching themselves a free VPN. Cause I mean, there are a lot of people who watch porn and are also like really paranoid about people catching them watching porn. Right. And everybody's all paranoid about data security and whatnot. So, hey, you know, why, why not go to your, your most trusted pornographic website to, you know, get your, get your VPN on.
0: Well, and and VPNs can be used for other things as well, not just watching porn. It's true.
2: This is is honestly really, really good because Pornhub has such a good reputation.
0: It's a surprisingly Uh, good reputation.
2: Yeah. Um, You do see free VPNs crop up every once in a while. Uh, Opera, I think recently, uh, Sunset, their free VPN service... But really, I, I believe so.
0: I liked Opera's uh, because it was built into Opera browser.
2: It was it was good from that perspective, but I never would have used it purely because Opera is owned by a Chinese company. Right. And And you've got to be real fucking careful about VPNs, because if they're owned by a shady company like Opera is, then they could just be spying on the shit that you do.
0: That makes sense, but they're already. I would imagine they're already spying on your stuff.
2: Yeah, I don't
1: really assume I have any real security on the internet. I've just tried to be, you know, faithful. Especially if you're using Apple. Especially if you're using Apple for sure. So that's why I only
2: use Internet Explorer. Um, But the the, there is a paid version of VPN Hub.
0: Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna talk about that.
2: Yeah, it's it's thirteen dollars a month. Which is uh, kind of on the high side for as far as VPNs go. Um, I think it's still are... reasonable.
0: I think it's still reasonable. It, it's not. It's not
2: bad, but I would appreciate if it came with like maybe n- not necessarily Pornhub Premium, but maybe like a you got a certain subset or like so many premium videos a month or something like that to go along with it. Because like thirteen dollars a month, I I can pay something like five dollars a month from the VPN company that I use whenever I want to use a VPN. So yeah, I use I use
0: Windscribe. I think I got it for like twenty dollars with a humble bundle or something like that. But uh, it should be noted also with VPN Hub, if you pay the thirteen dollars a month. You get a premium. It's supposed to be faster. It's ad-free, and it will let you choose your country that you're going to. So UK, Canada, Japan, uh, Brazil, other places as well. With the free version, you don't get to choose the country.
2: And that can be important if you're trying to use it for, say, getting around region restrictions.
0: Yeah, like, like with Netflix. Netflix has like Star Trek Discovery is on Netflix in the UK but not in the North America. Yeah. However
2: um,
0: However, Netflix is pretty good about disabling VPN access. So you try to load it up and it's like, Oh, you're not actually in the UK, asshole. Yeah.
2: So Hey you gotta you gotta use a real seven good proxy for that stuff. You gotta use yeah. seven proxies to Over get away with it. Seven that. proxies yeah. at least.
0: I, I do eight proxies. I just I like making sure it's just one better.
1: Nathan so, always likes taking one more step than he needs to. You know, like he's talking to a pretty lady and he's flirting, and then he's like, "I do a podcast about video games and technologies," and she's like, "Oh well, I, my friends are here. Bye." One yeah, step forward. And I'm just one like, "One step I, more than needed. Go on then, with your story."
0: And then I'm just like, "I'll leave you alone forever now. Bye."
1: So. Oh, Scott Pilgrim! I remember that movie. I Asshole. watched
0: I watched that last night with my roommate. So, yes, it's a good, good movie. The books are better. I know!
1: Yeah, I shut up! They, they're basically the same for the first couple, but I like the ending of the books better.
0: So, Epic Games, uh, they're the guys who made Fortnite. And I, other games, I'm sure. But they made Fortnite, and that's their, their big hit right now. And they are doing a competitive play competition where they will be giving up to $100 million away in a prize pool. So, obviously, the winner is not going to get $100 million, but that will be spread uh, among the people who compete in the competition and get certain places. Uh, I don't like Fortnite. Either of you?
1: Well... uh, As I mentioned earlier, I was at a family event this weekend. I'll tell you the same thing I told my little cousin. Fortnite is a flaming pile of garbage. Why are you wasting your time with that, Aroa? I didn't say that last
2: night. I mean, just, I, I haven't played it in a while, but... You like wow. it, though? Yeah, I like it. Mm. It's,
1: it's interesting. It's uh, unique,
2: I like, but I, it's I, not I just fun. like Battle Royale.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, that's why he's getting Call of Duty Black Ops 4.
2: You're right. That's exactly why I am definitely buying that game. Are you actually going to?
1: That sounded like a little bit no. of sarcasm.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. I, I I I couldn't tell. I sounded sarcastic, but I also wouldn't put it past Aroa.
2: No, I'm I'm considering getting Battlefield 5, but that's the only like super mainstream game I think I'm gonna get this, okay. this year. Besides yeah, state I'm kind of decay. In the same boat. I wouldn't even call State of Decay to, like, super mainstream. It's like... I'm watching footage
1: my friend posted on the Xbox app. It looks buggy. It looks like driving isn't an option right now. Oh, no, there's driving. No, I see that, but it doesn't look viable. It's glitching everywhere.
2: Uh, I The first game was pretty buggy, too. I'm not
1: going to blame one guy's network issues for... uh, Yeah, because
0: I haven't had issues, but then again, I haven't played
2: online yet. Right, you don't
1: have any friends or anything. I'll tell you
2: you what I'm having issues with is even fucking downloading it. Really? Why is that? I'm trying to download it, and I keep having to stop and start it to get it to download. I didn't have a problem. I downloaded it I've had to stop and start it six times now, and it's stuck at 270 megabytes now. Yeah. So that... uh, We don't have much to say
0: on Fortnite. They're going to be spending a lot of money in this uh, prize pool, but... And that's for the uh, twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen competitive season, not just one event in itself. So, hey, if Ritten, you...
1: before we end this story, can we talk what? about a good game? Because uh, honestly, this this competition is boring as hell. PUBG. It's going to be a million dollars. No, we're not talking about PUBG. Jesus Christ! Let's talk about State of Decay for a second. Is this game still in early access? No, it's fully released, baby. That's weird. It's uh, I'm looking at it right now. It's forty bucks. Thirty. Thirty.
2: It's uh twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Plus tax if you. Yeah, I mean, mean, for for Ah. for that price, you might as well just pay ten dollars a month.
0: Yeah, because you can get the Microsoft Game Pass, and and play it. Play video
1: games or have an Xbox. Well,
0: it doesn't matter because there are games, uh, for the PC that are being released. So it's not the, that is not just for
2: every 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 first party. Microsoft title will be released on both PC and on Xbox one and will be part of game pass.
0: Yeah. From now on. So sea of thieves, state of decay. Um, oh, they're doing they're that, right that
2: for
1: everything thieves. now.
2: Like, yeah. like ev- Halo yeah. six will be on PC. Yeah.
1: Are okay. they doing
2: cross play? It's a big thing too.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, well shit. Um, game, game. <laughs> He's like, well, alright. I mean, I'm not going to get it. Cause I just bought the, fucking game God oh
0: damn it, oh no it's okay if I only might...
1: there were refunds
0: i know I don't,
1: I don't think we live in a refund world anymore well so, i'll see what they have next month and hopefully i'll be like man i'm glad i didn't get that you guys are idiots so time, so no this
0: is this is stupid but it's the last paragraph in this article and then we'll move on to the next article
1: Although uh, this is yeah the- yeah go ahead and read this
0: so, although the first time Fortnite—this is the first time Fortnite has officially embraced competitive play—third parties have been interested in the game's tournament potential for some time. For example, Ohio, at Ohio's Ashland University announced in April that they would offer students a four thousand dollar esports scholarship, specifically referencing Fortnite.
1: Boo. Uh, I have opinions about esports.
0: So here's uh, here's the thing. Yeah. Go ahead. I think this is retarded, but yeah, I'm going to defend it by saying Ooh. that this is not as th- this is just as stupid as giving people money for scholarships to play football.
2: Okay, as long as, that's what I thought you were gonna say. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that was that was what my argument was gonna be. That, yeah, that if you're gonna have sports scholarships, then you should fucking have esports scholarships. Because exactly.
1: I will agree. Same goddamn thing. And I will also agree with Rieton. They are both kind of silly. If you're they going really into an sick. academia world just so you can exploit this this freaking Olympian God what the fuck, mutant or something. Well, well you've and- seen some of these people, they're fucking huge. <laughs> Anyways, if you're gonna just throw money at them so they could you know, show them off at their sporting events and justify stupid purchases. No, don't do that. I don't support it. Don't do it.
0: Well and and my thing my thing about especially it
1: Especially don't do it for the nerds who can click and type real fast. Yeah.
0: So So here's my, my problem with any college sport is that there are no protections for the students. Mm -hmm. The, they get paid nothing. They work their asses off to hopefully get a scholarship that will pay for them to be in school.
1: Yeah. I mean, they basically have to glide through university though.
0: Yeah. But let's say they get injured while playing that sport. They can And they get, get
1: fucked like the rest of the Americans. I don't understand what your point is.
0: Yeah, they get kicked out of school. I think that if they're given a scholarship like that and they get injured while playing that sport, they should, as long as their their grades stay up, they should be able to keep that scholarship. Because it wasn't... It's most likely not their fault that they got injured. And the idea that you're punishing them for an accident just pisses me off. Also, they're bringing in literally billions of dollars for these teams. And they get paid nothing for it. That's basically indentured servitude. I I don't understand
1: what you're not understanding about the American (laughs) wager. I understand it. That's exploitation to the T.
0: I understand it, but I don't like capitalism.
1: Yeah, I mean either. Um, In fact, fuck capitalism.
0: Alright, so the good thing, um, now I, I run a website called com, and I have to update our privacy policy to better protect our, <laughs> no, I don't have a privacy policy, however lots of you have probably been getting emails after email after email about how people like eBay or Plex or Instagram or Periscope or Facebook are all updating their privacy policies. Now, you may have been wondering why they are updating their privacy policies. Have either of you uh, been confused about this?
1: Yes. Uh, I will say I've been trying to read the entirety of the EU GDPR information, and uh, I'm on page four of this 261-page PDF. It's legal <laughs> jargon. Yes. It's legal it jargon.
0: It really is. Which, it's funny, because it's legal jargon. Trying to uh, eliminate- yeah, trying to
1: eliminate legal jargon. I kind of yes. love it. <laughs>
0: It's great so the whole the gdrp is something that happened uh i think aroa said two years ago and mm-hmm, it yeah. starts going into effect this year pretty soon obviously since you're getting all of these emails
1: what Everyone's it is like hey we should probably not sit on this thing anymore yeah
0: the european union came up with an idea for the gd gdrp which i almost said ddrp anyway um And what it does is it basically says that companies can't use legalese to confuse the person signing their privacy policies. They did did studies where they showed that it would take people a long ass time. I don't know the exact amount of time to read through all of the privacy policies that they have to read through for every year. It says, oh wait, it says, a 2008 study showed that it would take the average person roughly 244 hours a year to read all of the privacy policies for sites that they use, which translates to about 40 minutes per day. And that was in 2008 um, when the internet, most of the people use the internet for an estimated one hour, 12 minutes per day. Uh, that I. number e.
1: when the internet was good
0: yeah that number has risen to three hours 10 minutes on average so it would be a lot easier for you just to say i agree than to actually read for you know 244 hours a year
1: i'm just gonna say maybe it's that i work in an it department but three hours 10 minutes per day those are rookie numbers get your numbers up
0: oh uh, i mean they're not obs- obsessive like we are connor
1: we don't These run like, an information-based podcast. Not everyone does that. This isn't not, like the new, hey, let's not, start a band. So,
0: so not everyone runs an a, a internet-based podcast. Not everybody runs a, a, a Mixer st- stream at Mixer.com forward slash Not everyone um, plays Pathfinder online on Roll20 and does the Rollmongers podcast. Not everyone does that stuff. So, It's uh,
1: Clinton's Court Classics on Rollmongers. You can find us in SoundCloud.
0: Yeah, that, there you go. Uh, we also although, got a
1: website. Um, I haven't had the time to check it out yet. I've been so goddamn busy and I apologize or right. something like that.
0: So, this is really cool. I think that this is great. Most likely, what happened was that these companies were hoping to get that this overturned and they weren't able to do it. Because. Uh-ha! Hooray! Uh-ha-ha-ha-ha. What?
2: What was no, those... no. Oh, okay. We're celebrating that.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Most likely, what they had done with the Euro- European Union was they were hoping to get it overturned by doing what they always do and like suing and and all that shit. But they failed, and so now they're updating all of their privacy policies, which is why you're getting every single day like two or three new privacy policies being sent to your email. Well,
2: that, that, and... That's the brilliant thing about the GDPR is that it's a European Union law yeah but but almost every company that operates on the internet is a global company and the gdpr is effective on every company that operates in the eu and it uh it's relevant to even people who aren't living in the eu because it doesn't say that you have to do this for your customers living in the eu it is just something that your company has to do if you serve anyone in the european union
0: so, uh, like Twitter's privacy policy update, it's a good example of how companies are going about making the change. Uh, and they have a screenshot here. Uh, and what it does is it varies. It does various opt-ins to offer your information to people. So it has personalized personalization and data. This will enable or disable the settings of this page. Personalization, personalized ads. So you can choose, uh, like, which ads to turn off or on. Uh, personalized. Across all devices, personalized based on the places you've been. Um, data track where you see Twitter content across the web. Um, data track where you where you see Twitter content across the web again. They did a bad screenshot grab here. Um, share data throughout select partnerships and see your Twitter data. So you're able to turn stuff off and on, like sharing your data to different uh, companies and stuff, which... Is great because you can opt out of like these third party things. Because a lot of times they'll say, Oh, we have to be able to give your information to third parties. And if you don't accept that, then you won't be able to use our site. And I think that Good is rated. Let simple. the site burn down. Yeah, let the site burn down. So, well,
2: yeah, that's that's kind of the things that this is this is probably, or at least will hopefully, be a catalyst in the attack on the Facebook business model, which is gather as much data about your users as possible and then sell it off for advertisement.
0: Yeah. lots. Uh, and what's lots really of
2: unfortunate is that that's also the Google business model. It really uh, is. So I'm really curious as to what's going to happen if, uh, if more laws come into place, I'm imagining that it'll just be that, cause I think Google's already doing this, that, companies will just have to find better ways to anonymize the data that they're collecting.
0: So I want you to know that that is not the and entertainment business model. The and entertainment business model is we go bankrupt.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, so, operate at a complete loss and on volunteerism because we don't make <laughs> any money anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah, Exactly. Every once in a while, I'll be nice and give uh, Aroa and Connor video games. That's their payment. So and sometimes well, we say, that,
2: don't work at Sony.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> Sometimes we'll say we'll do things and return to these savers, and then we just don't do them. And then the no, games don't exist anymore. Game, me-
0: <laughs> yeah, like that one time when I got Connor a game, and I was like, here you go, man. Well, you said you would review a game if I got you a game. And you're like, yeah, I'll do that. And then he never did it, and then the game died.
1: I will say, I did the review. I was editing the review, and it all got corrupted. I went to go load it up again, and all my footage was lost. You want to know my review of the game? It wasn't worth downloading again. <laughs>
0: <You> <laughs> Why couldn't I just that... write that down? <laughs> well, I wanted you to do a YouTube video, but whatever. So, I uh, I hope
1: you'll forgive me one day, buddy.
0: So, because of these new changes with the GDPR, GDPR, blah, um, Mirage Arcane Warfare is being delisted, and it says, um. It's a European it's a European law that governs the protection and privacy of people and businesses operating in the European Union and European Economic Area due to the nature it does not require government legislation to go into effect and is immediately binding as of May 25th, 2018. So that would have been two days ago. So what does this mean for Mirage? Well it looks like the game will cease because of these new regulations. Uh, it posted in the official forums saying, Mirage Arcane Warfare will, will be removed from sale on Steam and third-party marketplaces within the next week. We have made this change in part to do the new European Union Privacy Law, the General Data Protection Regulation, that comes into effect May 25th. We unfortunately have run out of options for keeping Mirage alive.
2: What were they doing so uh, somebody in the comments on here actually gave a, uh, a possible reason.
0: Okay. That would be great. That would be nice to know.
2: Yeah, does not sound plausible. Uh, it's because there are regulations in the GDPR that uh, force uh, service providers to take measures for protecting and, and mitigating loss in the case of data theft. And also, uh, they have to erase any data stored on uh, their servers or any data that they have on you by your request. And so that would have required them building out infrastructure to facilitate all that, and it probably just wasn't worth it because the game already wasn't doing very well. So they just would have had to have the ability to, to
0: strike away any data that they had on you like i would imagine your name and stuff like that
2: that and they would have had to have found some way if if there was such a case that somebody managed to steal personal information uh from the game servers somehow they would have had to have put uh like money behind mitigating any any loss or damages to the customers as a result of that and since they weren't making any money off the game to begin with it wasn't worth it for them possibly that's just a an idea
0: that's that makes sense um but yeah the game will be live until may 31st uh, after which the game will only be playable only over hosted uh user hosted services Uh, the other titles chivalry medieval warfare and chivalry chivalry deadliest warrior will will remain online possibly due to their legacy status so would that mean that games of a certain age won't have to do this
2: no it's just that those games are still actively played and supported and probably are still sold so they they, they're not going to take those offline um Um, meanwhile mirage nobody bought it nobody's been playing it so it's not financially viable for them to bother with trying to keep that secure right um somebody else said that uh it could just be that the the whole thing like the company itself is just infringing Um, on the GDPR, like it's it's they're just not compliant, but yeah, that that's what I was
0: thinking was like, but it's
2: financially viable for them to keep not infringing or or to modify the servers because again, those games are just they're they're financially viable,
0: right? And the 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 arcane. Uh, Mirage Arcane Warfare is not financially viable to do that.
2: Yeah, my my assumption is that it just comes down to nobody was playing Mirage anyway, so they're not going to invest any money into keeping it alive.
0: See, and I don't even know what Mirage Arcane Warfare is.
2: It's chivalry, but you're a magic person instead. Oh, we should play it.
0: Sounds fun. Oh, wait, we can't.
2: Well, we can until thursday
0: yeah we can until thursday and then after that we can still play we just have to host our own servers
2: yep
0: and we both have our own servers i have two computers behind me i could hook up so you know that's fun anyway uh that's our podcast we have enlightened you on uh what the GDPR is i want to switch that around
1: that's north korea right
0: yes north korea We, we we told you what north korea is Uh, but anyway, this is great. I think it's great that they're up, they're making companies actually have to tell you what's going on with your data because there's so much legally is like they, they'll say stuff like trusted third party people or something along those lines. And they don't tell you exactly who they're giving the data to. And now they have to be a lot more transparent about it, which makes me really happy.
2: Anyway, I really, really like that they have to make it plain language, which is
0: great because they don't, they can't, uh, they can't get around it by using big words that no one understands.
2: I wonder what Apple is going to do with that.
0: They'll probably uh, get sued.
2: <laughs> they'll just, they'll just be like, yeah, oh, whatever, four percent. Ah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's 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 the that's the fee. It's either four percent of your of your overall revenue, uh, or it's twenty million euros, whichever is higher.
0: You know, and if it's twenty million dollars or euros, they will not bat an eye, especially depending on how much money they've. I, I uh, would... no,
2: but it'll be it'll be four percent of their of their revenue.
0: Right, and I would be, I would like to see, if let's say twenty percent of their revenue overall comes from uh from like third parties like selling data and stuff would it be better to just take that four percent hit and the answer is probably yes
2: i'm sure that that google considered that
0: yeah and i'm sure that uh apple will, apple and amazon will probably consider that as well
2: amazon, amazon probably
1: just don't care i mean i'm sure they make a lot of money off that but
0: yeah
1: i, I Actually, doubt it would be what would or... be what would be really interesting to
2: me is if uh some companies decided to do like how they get around taxes in the united states and open a shell company and in, in uh to or to operate in the european union and then that money just gets funneled back into the American stationed, uh, like parent company, to right, to get right. around the European Union regulations. Don't they call that money laundering? Yes. No, no, no. If that, you're a normal person, uh, yes. No, it's just uh, with taxes. They're called tax havens. So yeah, those those call it oh, uh, when, when the
1: government does not not money laundering. Government do yeah.
0: it. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, we are gonna close this up. I'm gonna ask Aroa, where can I find you?
2: I got the Twitter at Aroa. I got, uh, YouTube, Aroa you I got the YouTube, row one three three seven. You never post Twitch. anything. Row one three three seven. That's right. That is very very right. Yep. Um, I might stream tonight. I wanted to stream last night, and I uh, I should have because it was a lot of fun playing Stardew. Do you work uh, tomorrow? Around a no.
0: Sweet. We can. Uh, I have to do uh, Clinton Score Classics, part of the Rollmongers group. Um, <laughs> but after that, we can play some State of Decay.
2: Yeah, I, I would say we could play like after this, but I'm going to my mom's because I gotta. I'm trying to find my old ass laptop.
0: I have um, to go to my sister's house to feed the horses and let the dogs outside. Well,
2: that, then that works out. Cause, so, yeah, I need a I need a floppy drive. So well, Connor, where it. are
0: you? So Connor, where are you? From? Yes, I know. By the way, I wanted to talk to you about that.
1: Don't copy that floppy.
0: Um, you're I such love a dork. Video, you're such a dork.
1: Oh, okay, well, let's hear it. Watch
2: I've that.
0: S- I've seen that. I saw Lazy Game Reviews did a review of that.
2: That's actually what gave me the idea to get it.
0: Oh yeah,
2: I, I saw that video and I went, oh my god, I forgot about those and then i looked on ebay and saw that they were only like 20 bucks most of the time that's not bad
0: <laughs> actually like no and the 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 quality isn't great but it's not terrible especially for the time
2: and the and the thing about it though is that it looks so legit yes like i love that i love that style of photography and it's it's just you can't fake it that well
0: yeah and connor is confused i'm sure
1: i I'm not that like I had a computer that accepted floppy disks. So, I'm no, young. I know I'm no. the baby of the group but I'm no, not that No Connor,
0: Connor No my my camera his camera takes floppy disks.
1: Mm, you see I was posting a link to uh a thing mm. that I was hoping I could talk to you about it's cool. Yeah. I I'll be here if you need me.
2: So copies not floppy. I um, uh
1: I did I it.
0: did I ever tell you uh, there was a girl that I was uh I was in college with and she didn't you know wouldn't what floppy download were. a horse. <laughs> yeah, she didn't know what floppy discs were. Um, I did not take this as a sign because I was stupid.
2: Yeah, no.
0: And I was I, I think I was 23 at the time. And so, you know, we we get along, we sit each, sit next to each other in class, we're talking. I asked her if she wants to go out for coffee sometime, and her reply was, I'm not seventeen yet. <laughs> And I was just like, I'm gonna leave now. No, and I just left. That was that was very. I feel awkward. like
1: you say, "I'm gonna leave you alone forever now." A lot in your life, don't you?
0: Yes, yes, I do. Uh, I actually didn't say that. God. We, she, she sat next to uh next to me the next day in class, so it it wasn't all bad, but yes, it was uh, very awkward, and um, I made a mistake. That's what I did because I assumed
2: who encoded this video.
0: I assumed <laughs> that she was uh that she was 18 at least. But anyway,
1: Connor, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at cyberpunk underscore monk. Ah! Uh, I see Roa has found the don't copy that floppy video I posted in the the Discord. What's here. happening? It's amazing. You can find What's... me at Twitter. Um, I I really only just talk about how angry I am on uh, Twitter. On, uh, on the train, I mean. So what's coming up, though, is we are making a website for the Clinton Score Classic slash Rollmongers podcast that we do. The family of podcasts, I should say. I'm going to start dropping that in my uh, in my self-promotion at the end of the podcast soon. So stay in touch for that, everybody, if you and, care about tabletop games.
0: And I, I keep trying to tell uh, Jeff to move over to Omni Studio, but he doesn't do it uh, uh I, I,
1: I haven't talked to jeff in a while i, I kind of missed the guy i hope he's okay
0: he's all right he he bugs me but he's all right anyway why so, so you can find me nathan <laughs> reiton Spruth at Reeton everywhere so i'm Reeton on twitter i'm Reeton on mixer i'm Reeton or Reeton entertainment on youtube you, you can go to my website reitonentertainment.com and uh, check out my videos and check out my podcasts on there. Thank you guys for being here today. Make sure that both of you guys go onto uh, your iPhone and go to <laughs> iTunes and look up the Retin Podcast. And make sure to press the subscribe button. And if you don't do that, then I will go to your house and find you.
1: Here's what I'll do. I, I, uh, I think I managed the Macs at work. I'll I'll be like, hey, I need to go into Casper, uh, Jamf, or whatever the hell it's called now. Jamf. I need to make a package that updates everyone's uh, podcast management. What's this? All of our employees globally (laughs) are now subscribed to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast. Willikers, how did that happen?
0: I would be okay with that.
1: I'll see what I can do, and then lose my job.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you'll get fired. Um, I'll just say it
1: was a testing accident.
0: I hate Jamf, by the way. I
1: hate Um, it. I, I like when I could script. But I don't know how to script on Macs yet. I'm going through forums, yeah. but I'm still a I'm a Macintosh script kitty at this point.
0: Yeah, I, I don't use Mac very much, and Jamf is is kind of a pain to get set up. So, anyway, uh, you can also go to Google Play and press the uh, the same button, the subscribe button, with Reeton Podcast, and try to subscribe to the podcast. Thank you guys for being here. I will see one or both of you next week.
1: And Aroa's like, hey, G- goodbye, Aroa.
0: That's what I I wasn't expecting that.